Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the InfoWars War Room. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Big show we have for you here today. Glad you're here with us. Lots to talk about. Thought maybe we would just start off this opening five-minute segment just by going through the stack, the stack of news I have here. Tell you what we're going to get into. Just read you some headlines here. First from Popular Mechanics. Don't you love when the headlines start with the word, oops, oops, scientists may have miscalculated our global warming timeline. Oh, whoopsies. Whoopsie daisy. Whoops, we instituted a bunch of tyrannical measures to combat something that doesn't exist. Whoopsies. Oopsie daisy. Sorry about your bloodline ending. Pesticide linked to reproductive issues found in Cheerios, Quaker Oats, and other oat-based foods. We mentioned this yesterday. A major story broke. We're going to get a little bit more into it. The chemical chlormaquat being detected in basically all oat-based foods that have been imported from overseas. And it's a uh, puberty blocker. So there you go, trans kids, courtesy of your breakfast cereal. We're going to talk about what's going on in Armenia as they are warning of a full-scale war with Azerbaijan, which they've already been in conflict. And we're going to break down the bizarre uh, delineations, the, the bizarre lines in this war as we we have some strange bedfellows in the geopolitical sphere israeli arms and drones quietly helped azerbaijan retake nagorno-karabakh which is the armenian enclave so again we'll talk about our who who our allies and who our enemies are in that little conflict contrary to what you would expect we are on the side of the antichrist Middle-class Americans now own less wealth than the top 1%. That's right. The middle class has now been edged out by the one percenters. And actually, we have a uh, we have a graph that we'll look into here. And we'll see exactly how this took place. But yes, the top 1% of U.S. earners now have more wealth than the entire middle class. So the program is working exactly as intended. There you go. They just passed it over. Now, if you see this chart, all the way back in 1990, the top 1% of wealth owners had less than 20% of the wealth, while the middle class had over 35%. But now that's uh, that's switched, and the 1% continues to grow their share of the wealth, while the middle class is deliberately liquidated, as they told you they were going to do. Woke California mayor who axed $10 million from cop budget now wants to fight crime. Berkeley, California axed $10 million from the liberal bastion's cop budget in 2020, but it's made an an abrupt about face and now wants to lead the charge against an alarming spike in crime. Don't worry, folks. The people who created the problem are now here to solve it. Israeli rappers appear to call for the deaths of Dua Lipa and Bella Hadid in a chart-topping song. Because if you uh, speak out against Israel, you deserve to die. That's the, that's the lesson we're learning. And uh, we'll get into that in just a little bit. What Trump prosecutor Fannie Willis's bombastic testimony reveals about who really controls the courtroom. This is from Fox News. A little follow-up. We'll show you some reactions to the embarrassing display of hubris that we saw on the stand yesterday from old Fannie. Trump wants to fire thousands of government workers. Liberals are preparing to fight back if he wins. So, yes, massive networks of leftist federal agencies 
are putting laws into place and rules and restrictions that will prevent them from being fired if Donald Trump is elected. So the the real insurrection, the actual coup, is already having the groundwork laid. Again, Azerbaijan planning full-scale war, Armenia warns. We'll, we'll touch on that. We'll get into that as the mainstream media doesn't seem very interested in it. U.S. troops may, new, may soon be on the front line against Russia, warns Senator Coons. Well, I say warns, threatens, threatens Senator Coons. Give us money or we'll kill your children. That's the translation that I'm getting. Oh, and we're just barely scratching the surface here, folks. It's a big day. Stay with us. But, folks, we're standing up for our rights. We're standing up for your rights. We're standing up for all of our freedoms and our children. If you don't spread the word about the broadcast, if you don't share the links, if you don't buy products at InfoWarsTore.com, then I'm not griping at you. I'm just saying, what are you doing? Less than 1% of you ever buy a product at InfoWarsTore.com. If just a half a percent more would go buy a book or a film or a T-shirt or get some of our great supplements and then reorder them because they really work, just try it. We would be able to do so many things. I'm praying to God that he'll touch your heart to decide to support us. Infowarstore.com. It's been sold out. It's back in stock. Reformulated even stronger. Nitric boost to clean out your blood and your whole body. Vasodilation. It's got a lot of wonderful side effects, and I mean good ones. I'm going to leave it at that. It is powerful, so be careful with it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. Harrison Smith presents War Room on InfoWars. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, uh, yet another war, this time in Azerbaijan, that we need to focus on. Pesticides in your breakfast cereal. We got more information about the Kansas City gunman, the shooting at the Super Bowl parade, which will really prove once and for all InfoWars really is tomorrow's news today. As if you watched the news yesterday, you're not going to learn anything new because we predicted all of it. We understood everything about it from just the, the mere context. But let's just continue through this uh, stack of headlines, shall we? I just, thing is, I try to dive down. I try to dig into certain stories and topics and you know, really explain them from a multifaceted view. But the way I experience this stuff is just like rapid fire headline after headline after headline. Do the news gathering and just have a, a giant list. And what I come away with, it's not anything in detail, but just a panoramic view of the corruption destroying Western society as a whole. So again, we've got pesticides in the in the food. We've got scientists admitting that they actually don't know anything about global warming and all of their measurements have been wrong going back literally centuries. We'll get into that. We'll get into that too. Middle class just being gutted and liquidated as the 1% solidifies its control. We've got Trump being persecuted uh, in a million different ways. They're now trying to fine Donald Trump $350 million 
for nothing, for literally nothing. So we'll get into that. We also have this from modernity.news. EU suicide pack threatens to flood continent with 75 million more migrants. They call it the Soros plan. 75 million more migrants still, still just the tip of the iceberg. St. Louis Park schools say parents can opt opt students out of LGBTQ plus books. This is taking place in Minnesota. And there's actually another headline we'll get to here later in the stack, but it's a little bit misleading. The headline says that Muslims can opt out. It's actually Muslims that were leading the charge and actually got this decision to be able to opt out. But anybody can opt out. It's not just for Muslims being able to opt out, but uh, they are the only ones who, at this point, can advocate something like that. So thank you. Thank you to the Muslims in St. Louis for stopping the indoctrination of our children. This is a long and and not particularly uh, new story, but it goes along with the middle-class Americans now owning less than the 1%. It's a book review or summation of The Glass House, the 1% economy and the shattering of the all-American town, talking about how private equity has systematically eliminated small businesses in this country. Because it's all about consolidation, and we can tie that into the whole globalist scheme as they themselves lay out in their white papers. It's all about consolidation, centralization, and forming the entire society into a singular pyramid structure with the unelected oligarchs at the top controlling everything else through proxies and yeah, it's it's a pyramid, right? It's just a flow chart of control. We're going to touch on this too from Kellen McBreen, a massive and very important story story at infowars.com warmongering background of biden undersecretary newland exposed so we'll get into this when we talk about russia which will obviously be a big part of it another story by kellen mcbreen the great reset didn't work the case of electric vehicles so we'll we'll put that in with the stack of the climate scientists admitting they don't know anything and are completely wrong because they're completely divorced from reality An FBI informant has been charged with lying about Biden bribes. So this was an FBI informant who was a whistleblower and blew the whistle on Joe Biden and uh, Hunter Biden. He's now been arrested. So again, we'll get into that. We certainly will. Congress leaves Ukraine aid bill in limbo. But I remind you, if you don't vote for it, they will send your children to die on a European battlefield. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies in jail. This is probably the biggest story of the day, and we will certainly spend some time on this as we explore who exactly Navalny is, what he's been involved in. And my thing about this, I've looked into it and I've done research and we have videos to show you, as a lot of people are are, are talking about Navalny, obviously, now that he's apparently dead. It's one of those things where you go online and everybody that I hate is mourning Navalny. That alone. When you see everybody from Ben Shapiro to Joe Biden talking about what a great hero this man was, a secular saint, if you will, I just have the feeling that he's a CIA asset bad actor 
And then, of course, you do research and you find out that's exactly true. But it's less about, like, knowing anything about him, but more of just like, okay, all of the worst people seem to love this guy. Everybody who is in favor of war and overthrowing our government and so we can be subsumed under a deep state unelected spy apparatus. They all love this guy. So we'll talk about him in just a second. Wall Street Journal tells readers to save money, maybe you should skip breakfast. So this is kind of like, you know, it's a, it's apocryphal. It's not a true quote, but the, the story is the French Revolution. You had the queen saying, you know, being told the peasants don't have enough money for bread. And she says, let them eat cake. Well, if they don't eat bread, they can just eat cake, showing how disconnected she is. It's almost worse. This is almost worse. This is, uh, this is like being told, you know, the, the peasants can't afford bread. And the response is, well, then maybe they should eat less bread. Maybe they should just eat less. Maybe to deal with the incredible success of Bidenomics, you should just not eat as much food anymore. We'll, we'll put this in the stack along with the uh, middle-class Americans own less wealth than the top 1%. Put that in the economics pile. We'll get to that. Now, the White House has confirmed the U.S. has intelligence on Russian anti-satellite capability. So this is apparently that major threat. That means we have to send money to Ukraine. So just to review over the last two days, we have to send money to Ukraine because Russia has a super secret space technology. We have to send money to Ukraine because uh, a Russian stooge of the CIA died in prison. We have to send money to Ukraine because otherwise they'll send your sons to die fighting Russia on the battlefield. Meanwhile, more young people are on multiple psychiatric drugs study finds. A growing number of children and adolescents are being prescribed multiple psychiatric drugs drugs to take simultaneously, according to a new study. Because our country just can't do anything, right? Our children are drugged out. Our parades get shot up. Our breakfast cereal poisons us, but that's fine because our economy is so bad we can't afford breakfast anymore. Two, t- two teenagers have been charged in Kansas City Super Bowl parade shooting. Two teenagers. Two people under the age of 18. Now look, I know, I know it might sound liberal for me to say this. I know this sounds like a, a leftist talking point. But when you're talking about gun control, I, frankly, I'm in favor of gun control that says children can't buy guns. I don't think children should be able to buy guns. I think that should be illegal. I think children with guns should be illegal. What's that? Okay, I'm just getting a note that that is illegal, that is against the law, and that we don't need any more laws to stop something that's already illegal. Okay, never mind then. Oh, never mind. Right. So it's young people who could not legally purchase guns who had the guns. So now we need, apparently, according to liberals, more gun control to stop the thing that the current gun control already prohibits. Wonderful. We have more updates in Ukraine. Adivka, defenses collapse. Ukraine's evacuate in chaos before being encircled with Russia planting a flag in the very same place that Zelensky took a defiant selfie last October. So as we told you yesterday, Russia reigniting their war machine, starting to advance 
further into Ukraine because America refuses to allow Ukraine to have peace. EU committee passes migration pact dubbed Soros plan will result, re, will result in massive wave of migrants storming the EU borders. So this is the same story as this other one, this one from Gateway Pundit. Yeah, EU suicide pact threatens to flood continent with 75 million more migrants. This is just this is just funny. This bill has been in the news recently, but this story is from back in 2023. A new Florida bill could spell literal death for queer and trans citizens. They say Florida has somehow become an even more lethal place to live for queer and trans Americans thanks for the pa- thanks to the passage of two new bills. The first stipulates that child sexual abuse and acts of pedophilia may be punishable by the death penalty. Well, that's very strange. That's a strange thing to say. So if you put pedophiles to death, that represents an existential threat to trans people and gay people. What's the connection there, I wonder? So this, of course, is in the news because I think, uh, is it Idaho or Iowa? I think it's Idaho just passed a law saying that you can put sexual predators to death if their victim is under the age of 12. This, of course, obviously a direct attack on trans and gay people uh, who are closely aligned, I suppose, with uh, pedophiles. So there you go. uh, Seattle students are told it's white supremacy to love reading and writing. And these headlines used to shock me, these types of headlines. But we know now everything is white supremacy, absolutely everything. And at this point, I'm kind of starting to believe them. I'm kind of starting to believe them. I think there might be something intrinsically white about reading and writing and loving the classics and reading for fun and writing in English that is comprehensible. It's all very white. So again, we'll, we'll touch on that in just a little bit. Just know, fight white supremacy, be an illiterate moron. Biden hopes to God Navalny's death in Russia in a Russian prison forces the House to fund the Ukraine war. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I guess, I guess. I where do what do you where do you even start with this, right? Where do you where I don't even know. I don't even know. I mean, do you start with just the targeted assassinations that have gone on through history as a key component of Western democracy itself and the intelligence agencies, the operations they've carried out decade over decade, killing the opposition as a convenient and efficient way of stopping movements. You point out the obvious hypocrisy in this with the main opposition leader here in America, Donald Trump, facing hundreds of years in prison for completely fabricated crimes. You point out the January 6th prisoners that have been held in solitary confinement or driven to suicide because of the the persecution they've faced under the American regime. Do you get into how Navalny himself is not some innocent actor, some innocent protester, but was in fact funded and ordered and organized by the American intelligence community? 
I don't know where we'll start, but we'll get into that, certainly. So here's that headline I was uh, mentioning earlier. It's a little bit misleading, but more true than not. South Park, uh, South Lewis Park in Minnesota agrees to let Muslim families opt out of LGBT curriculum. So, yeah. We have a sacred obligation to teach the principles of our faith to our children without being undermined by the schools, said one of the parents. Of course, as a Muslim, that's a heroic and respectable position to have. If a Christian says it, it's fascism and white supremacy. So we'll, we'll try to determine the exact nuances there. What the media won't tell you about Alexei Navalny, we'll get into this story from the National Pulse. Again, getting into exactly who this guy was and why he was in prison in the first place. Special counsel charges FBI informant with lying to the Bureau about Hunter and Joe Biden. And this from Germany's interior minister, quote, no one who donates to a right-wing extremist party should remain undetected. So in this case, the AFD is the most popular party in Germany as of the latest elections. And as respecters and lovers of democracy... They're doing everything they can to make it illegal to support that organization. So most popular party in the country, if you donate to them, you'll be put on a watch list and you'll be spied on and investigated as a potential domestic terrorist in Germany. So they're a little bit ahead of us, but we are certainly on the same road that they are. So that's the news. That These are the headlines that we're going to get into and cover, and we have a lot of videos to go along with all of them. And of course, we've got political corruption, we've got reading and writing as white supremacy, we've got children with guns shooting up parades, and so you have to give up your guns, and we have to get more gun control, even though the gun control that already exists should have and didn't stop it. We've got the EU opening up its borders to tens of millions more migrants to flood their already overwhelmed immigration system and opposing it or voting for a party that promises to reverse that trend uh, will get you labeled as a domestic terrorist and spied on by the intel agencies in Germany. Children on psychiatric drugs, breakfast cereal, turning you gay, and Fannie Willis acting like a complete moron and being celebrated for it. It's all just terrible. <laughs> but let's... Let's take it even farther, shall we? Let's take a look at the scientific horrors that are being prepared for all of us as we move into this brave new world of chaos and misery. Clip number 17 is yet another yet another quarter in the Alex Jones was right jar. Monkey-human hybrids are in fact real. Let's watch. Serious ethical issues are being raised after it emerged that U.S. and Chinese scientists have implanted human cells into monkey embryos for practical ethics. I asked her if we should see the embryos as human at all. I think um, when we create an organism that is a mix between uh, a human and a monkey, we're really not sure at all what sort of organism we have created. I mean, is it a human? Is it a monkey? Is it something in between? Um, and that raises ethical issues because we don't know how we should treat these creatures ethically. Can we 
simply use them in scientific experiments? Can we destroy them in experiments when we really don't know what sort of organism they are? About um, us not being sure what sort of organism we create, how we should treat it, is not so much of a problem uh, for the research we're discussing here, because in that research, as you mentioned, the human monkey chimeras. What an ethical mess! According to two papers published in National Science Review, scientists in China have successfully cloned monkeys with genetic disease symptoms. Researchers from the Chinese Academy of Sciences used the CRISPR-Cas9 method on in vitro fertilized monkey embryos. With no BMAL1 to help manage their circadian rhythm, the resulting monkeys exhibited a wide range. After taking a fibroblast from the gene-edited monkey, scientists used somatic cell nuclear transfer to replace the nucleus of a monkey egg cell with a fibroblast nucleus. 325 embryos were implanted in 65 surrogate monkeys. All five cloned monkeys carried the altered BMAL1 gene introduced in the donor monkey. For biologists, this term describes any organism whose body consists of cells from two different organisms. Why am I telling you about this tonight? Because scientists recently tried creating the world's first human monkey chimera. This is exactly what scientists... They integrated human cells into the embryos of a macaque monkey. In simple terms, they created embryos that were part monkey and part human. What happened next? The embryos were grown in the open in a laboratory for 20 days. About it. We still don't fully know what the drawbacks or benefits of creating a human-monkey hybrid could be. But wow, what an interesting question. What, what are the benefits and drawbacks? I guess the benefit would be that you could have a semi-conscious slave race of monster people that can do your bidding and yet not be given the consideration of and, and you know, respect and human rights that humans deserve that would be the the benefit is the slave race of monkey people the the downside would be that you're opening up pandora's box and unleashing a horrifying evil on the earth i guess that i guess it's those two and it reminds me of the book from c.s lewis called the screw tape letters in the very first discussion in that book first conversation all the way back in the 1930s i believe it was published or the 40s of the latest but a little under 100 years ago, the first conversation they have is about splicing monkey DNA with human DNA in order to extend active life, right? It can make you younger, young monkeys. And the response from the protagonist of the book is, I'd rather be an old man than a young monkey. So this is a moral dilemma that's been puzzled over. For a hundred years, but we're not going to let any sort of moral, ethical, just horrors stop us from pursuing this insane new technology. As this is what's public, this is what's been announced by these people, you can only guess what they have hidden in the labs around the world. And of course, Alex Jones has been talking about this. For decades, and it was decades ago that they first successfully cloned monkey DNA with human DNA. 
or goat DNA with spider DNA. They've been doing this for decades. And you have to ask yourself why. Why, why, why? Why are they doing this? Well, it has to do with eliminating the concept of human rights and actually literally creating non or less than subhuman creatures that you don't have to propagandize, that you don't have to, you know, respect their free will. They're not fully human, so you can do with them what you will. The ultimate dream of the globalist psychopaths. So we'll be back on the other side to break some of this down. We'll probably start with Alexei Nalvani and who he really is, what he really represents. Stay tuned. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. It's going to be open line Friday, too. We'll probably open up the phone lines maybe in the next segment. Nice and early today, so get ready for that. We'll be taking calls from new callers. I want to see some, some fresh names on the list. We'll be right back. In a world where ancient remedies blend with modern science, Jones knows the secret. Bought ease from InfoWars life isn't just any treasure, but the ultimate turmeric and inflammatory support. For millennia, turmeric's power has been recognized, but not all turmeric is created equal. With InfoWars Bought Ease, you're getting turmeric root extract in a much more potent form. And the magic doesn't stop at turmeric. Paired with ingredients known for their anti-inflammatory properties like organic sage leaf and others, Bought Ease is a symphony of nature's best. Joint support, flexibility, inflammation, and immune support. With Bodies, you're not just unlocking the secrets of ancient remedies, but also supporting the show. <sighs> Discover the power of all natural turmeric. Grab your treasure today. <laughs> Head to InfoWarsStore.com and experience the magic of Bodies for yourself. Well, well, nitric oxide is a key. It's made by our own bodies again. It's made by L-citrulline and, and L-arginine, the amino acids. So we're fed. You can, you can get it from beet powder and other things. The nitric oxide relaxes the endothelium, the vasculature. It relaxes the vein. It's a natural blood pressure. In fact, I use the two, your InfoWars. I keep that on my shelf. And I feed myself the Cardio Miracle, which is just for straight food. It's a different formulation than that one and the two together are a one-two punch so you get in your food the ability to make what you need and no more that was dr judy mikovitz top research scientist without me even asking her telling everybody how incredible this product is and it's finally back in stock nitric boost is 40 percent off at infowarsstore.com and it doesn't just have the vasodilation opening up your arteries and your veins to clean things out it does so many incredible things god gave us this compound so many of the big things you see out there promoted in the media are based on the natural ingredients that are already in this product so get your amazing nitric boost today at InfoWarsTour.com. You need to experience the health, the vitality, the stamina, the libido, everything that comes with nitric boost. You've looked at our formula, you, you like it? I did and I do, yes. 
Well, I'm not a scientist like you. What is what do these compounds do creating nitrous oxide? What does it do? Um, it relaxes the vasculature. So the clot will go through and not restrict. It allows it to relax. It lowers the blood pressure, has the uh, toxic um, synthetic lipid nanoparticles similar to the one in the COVID shot. Prior to the COVID shot, the deadliest vaccine, we saw athletes dropping dead on the field, um, passing out, falling down, all the things. Yeah, why is it particularly the athletes? Um, because they operate at oxygen max um, capacity max. They're, they're operating at such a high level in their mitochondria. This is an energy production, oxygen um, necessary disease. Um, so they create, they, that's what they're finding. They turbocharge the blood clots. Yep. And ischemia, lack of oxygen. Mm. So constricted blood vessels too, because athletes are running, they're constricted, they're they're working so that the blood flows and it doesn't flow, which is why your nitric oxide um, product, that new products, I hope you'll show it because that's a very important thing to have for acute events, be, uh, dissolve under the tongue, give you an instant relaxing of your endothelium, your vasculature. Nitric Boost, exclusively available, 40% off right now, in stock, ready to ship, Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com. Try it, support the InfoWar, it's a 360 win. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Opposition leader Alexei Navalny has reportedly died in an Arctic penal colony. Western media and politicians are predictably lionizing him as a free spirit and martyr for democracy, but the truth about the 47-year-old is a little bit more complex. This story, by the way, from Jack Montgomery for the National Pulse, what the media won't tell you about Alexei Navalny, continues, a political chameleon, he spent his final years as a staunch critic of the Ukraine war advocating for Russia to pay reparations and legalize gay marriage, knowing as a prisoner of the Kremlin that his prospects depended entirely on currying favor with the Western establishment and hoping for Putin to come to a sticky end. Things were quite different, however, when he was a younger man with a real presence in domestic politics. Back then, Nalvani positioned himself to Putin's right, tying up Russian march activists more concerned with protesting demographic change than corruption. Immigrants from Central Asia bring in drugs <laughs> uh, from Central Asia, bring in drugs, he said in 2012, remarks that would have earned him the lifelong enmity of Western media political class if he'd been an American candidate expressing the same sentiments about, say, Mexicans. He's gone much farther than that, too. Like the Russian march activist he allied with, he advocates a, quote, Russia for ethnic Russians and once posted a video of, of himself dressed as a dentist comparing migrants to cavities in need of removal he peppered his pitch with photographs of corpses, Nazi iconography, and a graphic video of a cartoon character having its lower jaw ripped off. It remains present on his YouTube page to this day and was so objectionable to the Western left that Amnesty International temporarily stripped him of his, quote, prisoner of conscience status when people began pointing it out years after the fact. And it goes on and on, his uh, activities that would, in any other circumstance, make him a staunch enemy of the Western hegemony. But in this case, it was less about what he believes and more about how useful he was as a tool 
to overthrow Putin, which is obviously the goal in all of this. Biden hopes to God Navalny's death in Russian prison forces House to fund Ukraine war. So we'll go to these clips of uh, President Joe Biden now. Of course, he comes out to make a very strong statement about this. No statement about Gonzalo Lira, the American journalist imprisoned in Ukraine for his free speech who was murdered there. No presidential press conference in the White House for that. No outrage and call for reparations for that murder of an actual innocent guy with no power operating on his own in prison for his speech trying to flee Ukraine and instead thrown in a jail cell that he never left and that's the you know like I said if you know nothing else about Alexei Nalvani if you were to just peruse social media you see people on both sides of the aisle celebrating this guy like like a saint, like Martin Luther King, like a, a Charles de Gaulle, somebody standing up against this despicable tyranny. And yet it's people on both sides of the aisle, all of the worst, all of the worst people. And it's just one of those things about the the modern age where when you have people like Ben Shapiro and Joe Biden both saying the same thing, you know that it's not true. (laughs) When they both treat somebody like like a saint, like a hero, like a civil rights activist who should have his, his statue in Union Station, you know that he's the guy's probably a scumbag. I mean, that's just how it is. And it, I mean, it sort of goes into to all this stuff, but somewhere, somewhere in this morass of news, there's the, there's, there's really just two camps. And the way I see it, and you might not agree with me if you're not a religious person, but it really is like, the pro-Christ versus the anti-Christ. And it's just, it's the side who actually cares about the things that Jesus talked about, about honesty and and integrity and sacrifice, like real, actual self-sacrifice and humility and just being a good person for its own sake versus everything that's against that, which is like, deception, thinking that the ends always justify the means, hubris, selfishness, greed. And it seems to me like all of the people celebrating Nalvani and and mourning his death fall firmly on that antichrist side. I don't believe anything these people say for very good reason. The number one reason is because of the arbitrariness to their, to who they they claim to care about and what they claim to care about. So when it comes to Nalvani, again, you can compare it to any number of things. You can compare him to Donald Trump as a primary opposition leader being hounded by 
the entire establishment. You can compare them to January 6th prisoners who themselves have been arrested unfairly, denied a, a fair trial, placed in solitary confinement, tortured to a great degree, many of them driven to suicide because of the persecution against them. You could compare him to Gonzalo Lira in Ukraine, political prisoner, an American killed. And the people doing that are now very concerned about Russia's treatment of political distance. They, they now are expressing a, a heartfelt sadness at whoever this dude is being mistreated by Russia. I'm not even getting into whether he was mistreated by Russia or whether he deserved it or not or whether Russia's tyrannical. It doesn't even have anything to do with that. I'm talking about the reaction from the people in America who do exactly the same thing to a slightly lesser degree, but for all intents and purposes, silencing dissidents by any means necessary, up to and including killing your political enemies when you can get away with it. So we'll go to some clips on the other side of uh, Joe Biden giving his press conference, taking to the podium, feeling it necessary to mourn this guy who, as far as I can tell, they only like because he was useful to him. They don't actually care about this guy. Just like they don't actually care about Gonzalo Lira. They don't actually care about any of this. They don't actually care. He's useful to them. And even in his death, they'll exploit him to get whatever political advan uh, advantage they think they can glean from it. So yet again, I don't, you know, even without doing research into this guy, without looking into whether he was treated fairly by Russia and, and you know, given a, a fair trial or whatever. It's like, I don't have to know about Russia to know that in America, we don't have fair trials. In America, political dissidents are imprisoned. In America, the primary political opposition to the ruling party is being charged with like nine different crimes at the same time, each one more baseless than the next. So who cares about what's going on in Russia? Who gives a damn? It doesn't matter. In all likelihood and, and at first blush and just my first interpretation is this dude was almost certainly a CIA asset plant who was the main point man in an attempted color revolution overthrow of the Putin regime. And Putin was probably right to want to put him in jail. More right than the American regime is for putting, you know, some father of seven in jail for protesting abortion. So I don't even care about Alexei Navalny, but we'll get into it on the other side. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraisers to sign copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. Infowarsstore.com. 
or 888-253-3139. Hello, Americans. I want to share with you a story, a story about inflammation, the silent menace that lurks within our bodies, affecting our health and well-being. Inflammation, the root cause of countless ailments, quietly wreaking havoc over time. Long-term exposure to inflammation has been linked to a myriad of health issues, from heart disease to arthritis, even cognitive decline. But fear not, for there's a beacon of hope found in the wisdom of nature, a remedy that has stood the test of time, turmeric. Recent studies have uncovered the extraordinary health benefits of curcuminoids, the active compounds in turmeric. And now I present to you Baudis from InfoWarsStore.com, a powerful blend crafted with precision, boasting 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. But it doesn't stop there. Baudis incorporates a symphony of ingredients meticulously chosen to enhance the absorption of curcuminoids, ensuring your body reaps the full benefit. First on the stage, organic black pepper extract, nature's enhancer. It contains piperine, which studies suggest can boost curcumin absorption by up to 2,000%. A remarkable duo, working hand in hand to maximize the benefits of turmeric. The final crescendo, Bodies' core, 95% curcuminoids extracted from turmeric. Once absorbed, Curcuminoids unleash their anti-inflammatory magic, targeting the very pathways that fuel chronic inflammation. It's not just a supplement. It's a natural force working with your body to restore balance. You see, it's not just about what you take. It's about what your body can absorb. Now let me throw it over to a man who needs no introduction, Alex Jones. Body's ultimate turmeric formula is back in stock. I want to explain something. It's turmeric concentrate. It's 95% curcuminoid. We went to the top lab and said, what's the strongest you put out? They said like 87%. Most companies put out raw turmeric. It's 5%, 4%. This is 95% curcuminoid. Okay? So this is like, I guess the example's like, instead of eating, you have to eat like you know, 10 of those other pills just to get what is in one of these. It's good for your heart, your brain, everything. It is 40% off, back in stock, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, InfoWarsStore.com. Bodies, an ally in the battle against inflammation. Visit InfoWarsStore.com now and seize the opportunity to take control of your health. Now you know the rest of the story. Until next time, good day. Good day, good day, good day. When it comes to regaining energy, convenience is key. Sure, coffee, candy, and other highly sugar-filled products can give us a short boost, but the crash is always the strongest downside. That's why our team of scientists worked with the InfoWars crew to create a powerhouse mixable energy formula. Having TurboForce Plus at work, home, in the car, or in your bag is the ultimate answer to a sluggish day. Ladies and gentlemen, yes, Joe Biden took to the podium today a brave effort.
speak for several minutes uninterrupted. An incredible success, this beleaguered regime. But he got up to, to mourn and to demand money because of the death of Alexei Nalvani. Now, again, national polls broke down how strange it is that this guy would be a champion of the liberal left American wing as throughout his career, he has championed things that are diametrically opposed to everything they believe, but that he switched up what he believed from time to time. And we'll go to some videos that expose that. But first, let's go to President Biden here. We'll listen to uh, what he has to say. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go beyond just pointing out the blatant and infuriating hypocrisy on display here. Try to get into what this really means. But let's go now to the president of the United States mourning this Russian activist. Let's watch. Good afternoon. I uh, I'm heading off to East Palestine at the moment, but I wanted to say a few things this morning about uh, Alexei Navalny. You know, like millions of people around the world, I'm literally both not surprised and outraged by the news. Reported death of Alexei Navalny. He bravely stood up uh, to the corruption, the violence, and the, the all the all the bad things that the Putin government was doing. In response, Putin had him poisoned. He had him arrested. He had him prosecuted for fabricated crimes. He sentenced him to prison. He was held in isolation. Even all that didn't stop him from calling out Putin's lies. Even in prison, he was a powerful voice for the truth, which is kind of amazing when you think about it. And he could have lived safely in exile after the assassination attempt on him in 2020, which nearly killed him, I might add. And but he uh, he was traveling outside the country at the time. Instead, he returned to Russia, he returned to Russia, knowing he'd likely be imprisoned or even killed if he continued his work. But he did it anyway, because he believed so deeply in his country, in Russia. Reports of his death, if they're true, and I have no reason to believe it or not, Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake, make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened? Putin is responsible. The buck stops with him. Again, I mean, obviously, the the, the hypocrisy is overwhelming. It is uh, absurd. When you have one dude who from Russia originally, but was educated in the West, spent most of his time in America and Western Europe, only to return to Russia with suitcases full of George Soros cash to try to overthrow Putin on behalf of the Western hegemony. Rings a little bit hollow, the outrage, especially when compared with the literal hundreds of American citizens who are, as I speak, rotting in jail cells, denied speedy trials, kept in solitary confinement and isolation. Like Owen Schroyer, who spent months in prison 
for saying that he thought the election was stolen. It all just rings so hollow. So again, it's not even about Alexei Nalvani. It's not about Putin and whether he's bad or not. I couldn't care less. Really couldn't care less. It's about the performative, really sickening hypocrisy from the American media. Not a single media outlet, not a single politician, as far as I know, has ever mentioned the name Gonzalo Lira. Now, Gonzalo Lira wasn't a political leader. He didn't have well-advertised designs to overthrow the regime of Ukraine. He wasn't funded by Russia to go into Ukraine and try to start a color revolution. Alexei Nalvani was all of these things, which would mean that his imprisonment, not his death, but his imprisonment would be much more well justified than the death of Gonzalo Lira, who was an independent journalist, did nothing, hurt no one, had no political ambitions, and yet was thrown into prison in Ukraine and killed. By the way, for our radio listeners, you should be tuning in. Can we keep that list going? Because the crew is scrolling through a list of people indicted and imprisoned for January 6th, and it is endless. We're only at the D's. Going alphabetically, we're only at the D's, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. So for for these people to get up and try to virtue signal their outrage at the mistreatment of this poor Russian activist, it doesn't just ring hollow, it's an insult. You should be insulted that they think so little of you that they think you can be swayed by this. And I guess the, I guess the one liberal thing he did was he, he wanted to bring homosexuality to Russia. So obviously he is a, he should be a canonized saint in our secular religion under the rainbow flag. But let's continue. Uh, Joe Biden then used this death just like they used him in life to try to continue the war of aggression against Russia. Let's go to clip two here. He was brave. He was principled. He was dedicated to building a Russia where the rule of law existed and where it applied to everybody. Navalny believed in that Russia, that Russia. He knew it was a cause worth fighting for and obviously even dying for. This tragedy reminds us of the stakes of this moment. We have to provide the funding so Ukraine can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious onslaughts and war crimes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We know, Joe. We got to send $60 billion to Ukraine. Otherwise, you know, Putin might arrest more CIA agents. We can't have that. Now, Joe Biden's not a man to let an opportunity go to waste. So, of course, as is his want, he was in front of cameras and behind the podium early in the day, fresh, you know, from a, from a good night of sleep. So he didn't want to let that opportunity pass without showing us how uh, brain dead and incompetent he truly is. Let's go now to clip number three, uh, Joe Biden trying desperately to think. Uh, 
I guess I should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what I'm really thinking, but let me be clear. He needs to clear his mind. There's too much going on in there. There's too much uh, happening in the mind of Joe Biden. He's, he's all over the place. You realize I would be fired. I would be fired if I did what Joe Biden does. I, I, the way he acts, you would be fired from any job. But he is the most powerful man in the Western world, apparently. And, of course, again, you know, not only does all of this just ring utterly hollow, when you expand it out, too, as he's mentioning the Ukraine war and the funding that we're providing there, it's good to remind you that it's our administration under Obama that started this war in the first place. They're not exactly shy about it. Let's go down to clip number four, where John Kerry... Uh, says exactly that. Says it wasn't Joe Biden corruptly trying to get a prosecutor fired because he was looking in to the business that Hunter Biden was involved in. It was all of us. Everyone in the Obama administration was making money out of Ukraine and wanted this prosecutor fired. Let's watch. I will tell you, because as Secretary of State, I was deeply involved in this. All of us in the administration we're trying to get rid of that prosecutor. From Obama to the Secretary of State to the Vice President, all of us were working on that. The ambassador, and, and we knew if Ukraine was gonna survive and win the revolution in the end, the Maidan, they had to get rid of that prosecutor, and they did. Hmm. Yeah, just so, just so, you know, just make it perfectly clear. It wasn't just Joe Biden being corrupt, we were all staging a color revolution. We were all manipulating the politics of Ukraine in order to drive it away from Russia, in order to wage our proxy war against Vladimir Putin and his regime of Christians. An incredible admission from John Kerry. in Florida. Thank you for holding. Go ahead. I have to say, it really pisses me off to hear when you say that only 2% of the people that listen to this broadcast buy products. Um, I'm a young man. I don't make that much money. I just bought a house. I just got married. But I buy the products as much as I can. I buy them almost every month. I've bought the iodine, the beets, the methylfolate. I've just tried it. It's absurd to me that you people are listening to this guy. I've listened to you for 10 years. He puts this show out here for free, and you're not supporting him. Our country is falling apart, but you've got millions of people listening to you not doing Excuse my friends. Well, look, look, there's a glut of media. There's so much media. I'm not blaming the 99%. It's 99% that never buy anything. It's just these are really good products, and if we just had 1% more by the products, it would change the whole world. So these are really great products to begin with. We have the best turmeric out there, 95% humanoid, incredible anti-inflammation, so good for your whole body. We have all the other great products at InfoWarsTore.com. We have next-level foundational energy with the methylfolate and the B-complex that supercharges cellular energy. So it's not a stimulant, but it feels like a stimulant. Let me ask you, what happened when you took next-level foundational energy? <laughs> I've been taking it for, I don't know, a couple weeks now, and in my younger days, I've experimented with stimulants and those things. It feels nothing like that. You feel like you're supposed to feel it. You're supposed to have energy, you know, and, it, and it, that's pretty much it. It doesn't feel like a stimulant. You just feel like you're supposed to. And what it does is it's the it's the breakdown of folic acid that almost everybody, but particularly some people, Northern Europeans, 
have, have a low breakdown of. So you just give your cells the direct food that they operate off of and they clean out with. That's why Next Level Foundational Energy is so important. Thank you for the call, Victor, and thanks for the plug.